Yeah, well, fuck. Speaking of strikers, Timo Werner, I mean, we'll get into later on. Oh, Timo. Did you, did you see the picture of him pointing to the badge and he missed it? When he missed? No, at the end of the game, he was like, went up to the fans, he was pointing to the badge. Yeah. But he missed the badge, he was pointing like a buff. Of course he did. Oh my God, he's a he's a comedic character. We we couldn't write a better character than Timo Werner. Which is like, innocent lisp as well. It's just like, oh, this guy's hopeless. He's so friendly and happy. He's doomed. No, honestly, that is nonsense. Nonsense. All nonsense. But listen, I've been on that road before. Nonsense. Talking nonsense. What? Why should we accept somebody talking nonsense? Like, what would you say? Just, what, what are you talking nonsense about us? What are you, talk, what are you, what are you talking rubbish? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a No Nonsense podcast with Cahill and Will. Champions League final review. You've been waiting for it, uh, and here we are. You may not have been looking forward to the game, but it was a great game. Uh, mm. Now we will say that we 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 told you last episode we were getting saucy. We were getting uh, we're getting our party on for the first time in a long while, and uh, full disclosure, we missed the game. I would say <laughs> pretty, we much. pretty much missed the game. It was like we were. Uh... It was like we were in a pub that was showing the game without having any interest in the game. It's like being in the pub when rugby is on and you're kind of like looking at it, but you know. We're, we're probably about 20 metres away from the TV. We're outside at a friend's house. I think it was all above board legally in terms of social. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. When they're outdoors, we're not incriminating ourselves, are we? <laughs> I don't think well, so. Well, if we aren't, you know, I, I don't think we're in too much danger. Let's, let's just put it that way. <laughs> but um, even if we are, if there are any guards listening, um, we, I think it was all about war, but we had a friend's house. He, he was a Chelsea fan, the host was a Chelsea mm. fan. So uh, we were all Chelsea fans for the night, so that was good crack. But we, in terms of watching the that game, uh, oh, it's just about the sun and beer. Uh, you know, it's just it's, it's a great combination. And the, this, the, yeah. the background noise of a game was, was great too. But like I said, we were about mm. 20 minutes away from it. We could have gone inside and watched the game, but it was too sunny. We don't know how many yeah. of these sunny days we're going to get. So we had <laughs> yeah. to make the most of it. So uh, we were drinking outside, arguing about football things, but like not related to the game itself. Mm. But as the committed journalists slash podcasters that we are, we, we went back and we watched the game ourselves. So we have seen the games, mm. we just didn't see it live. So we, we kind of watched it knowing what was going to happen. Um, yeah. And that was, I think, the weirdest bit for me, because I was waiting for the goal to come, because I knew how the goal happened. Mm. And the same thing happened over and over again. Like that combination between Mount and Chilwell <laughs> down that wing. I was like, oh, here comes the goal. Oh, no, 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 it's later on, isn't it? Like, it was happening a few times, and City had not yeah. copped that there's a huge hole in the midfield it was like, <laughs> where defensive midfield it should was be. Like when, <laughs> it was like when Pep did up the team sheet, he forgot someone, and then, like, they all went out, and probably Roger and Fernandinho are sitting, like, does he... How many players does he send out? <laughs> I don't think he realised. I think it was like... There was just a hole in the team, like... I think it was, like, uh, Dawson, or whatever, you know, for, for, uh, for Tottenham. And uh, you know, they, sometimes in the match notes, the match program, they do like their all time Tottenham team or whatever. If they're like, yeah, and he puts 11 players outfield, he forgot the goalie. And he, <laughs> he's like, Yeah, there's 11 players. Like, he just took completely forgot the goalie. That's what it reminded me of. 
<laughs> but like, you know, we were taking the piss last last week saying like, you know, Pep has finally proven he's smarter than me because, you know, he's got the Champions League final out of striker. And then he must have heard the podcast. Obviously, he listens. And he said, yeah, you know what? I am smarter than Cahill finally. And I'm going to play. Watch this. I'm going to go one step further. <laughs> and like that was just, you know, the the uh, the Guardioli utopia of, of five, seven midfielders and, and nobody else. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need any defensive reinforcements. Yes, we'll find we'll have two centre backs, but that's it. Everyone else is going to be flying forward and, and passing back and forth and passing the goal. Like it was working so well. Like the the mm. Sterling or not Sterling the well, Sterling well again Sterling starting, but like the, the 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 front three will say of De Bruyne's a false nine, and then you had Mares and Foden. I thought the yeah. first game against PSG I was like that's not working. The second game they were flying forward. It was working perfectly. Yeah, I was like ah. That that is why he is, you know, the great manager because most managers look at the team and go, Look, you got Foden, you got uh De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Gundigan. I can't play them all. But he did. He found a way to play them all and yeah. they were working well and scoring goals. I was like, Fuck, like that's a really good team. I can't see them being yeah. beaten. I couldn't see them yeah, being same. beaten literally because I, I couldn't see him not playing the team the way he did last day. <laughs> but he did. Like, well, we when remember City played Chelsea in the league, and we were kind of like, "Yeah, but yeah, he's not going to play the real City team because he's going to keep that secret." What he should have done was played the City team that he plays the whole time. He kept it too secret, yeah, and he too chill prepared for a much harder team than he actually came up against. <laughs> so it was easy. Well, like the the only goal in the game was that one where, like, say, Mount and Chilwell down that wing, and then Mount just like a huge big gap. Like Timo, I mean, look. I, we on this show we love Timo Warner because what's not to love, you know? Yeah, and he led the line well. I'll give him that. He like he made that space by bringing Diaz wide, and then you had Havertz cutting in, who had the the legs on Chinchenko. But that's where Fernandinho or Rodri should have been. Like there's been three yeah. games all year where they haven't played Fernandinho or Rodri. And like this is this is you again. Well, this is Mystic Will. You put Fernandinho team of the year. Team of the year. You said Liverpool made top four. I laughed that out the gate. You said Newcastle two beats me down. I laughed you out of that one as well. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Fernandinho, you're raging. Yeah. Like, this was my yeah. chance to win the Champions League and you dropped me. And not, yeah, Aguero as well. Well, whatever <laughs> Aguero he hasn't played all year, but like, if you're thinking it's between me and Rodri, right? I'm the more experienced yeah. man. I had a great game last night against Everton. You know, 36, he, mm-hmm. he probably won't get a chance again. And yeah. then, look, if you'd been dropped for Rodri, you would have said, look, that's life. It Fair came enough, a bit late yeah. for me. If it happened three or four years earlier, I would have started. You're dropped for nobody. You're dropped for nobody. <laughs> We're going to play Gundogan in that role. It's like, what? and then you lose because, and because of there's a huge gap in the middle that that Mason Mount can put down the middle. It's like, Jesus! Like all those three players are probably raging, thinking we we should have won that game. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, look at that team, thinking you got fucking Jorginho, Sarri's man from. <laughs> years ago you got Mason Mount fucking Lampard's man well that's true or not yeah. that's what you're thinking you're thinking mm. we're being the best these are they're 19 points behind from the table and we show up and they drop our defense Pep drops our defense <laughs> midfielders like, you're thinking this dude's like what's he at <laughs> he well I remember a few weeks ago we were saying how like the narrative is going to be United and City both win in Europe two European yeah, yeah, champions yeah, exactly but then Pep really followed Ollie's footsteps in just 
absolutely blown it. <laughs> just making the weirdest decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Going out of his way to make things hard on himself. Like, oh, that was bizarre. Well, I, the, the difference being, one, that it's it's meant to be Pep Guardiola and, and the best manager. Like, all that, <laughs> the, speaking of narrative, the narrative beforehand was like, I saw lots of, of graphics of uh, Ferguson and Guardiola side by side saying, and, you know, as he surpassed them as the greatest manager. And Chelsea were just like, oh, yeah, and they're the team they're going to beat on the day. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I mean, Ollie is, is is like, yeah, nice guy, but doesn't have it upstairs in terms of you know tactical yeah. knowledge. And then he's like, yeah, and he just showed that. That's what everybody's saying. Whereas Pep did the opposite. He did too much. Yeah. He was trying to be too clever, and he's like, oh, he's done it again. He's tried to be too clever yeah. again. Like if he just everyone, I think everyone's in agreement. Or before the game, anyways, it was if he plays his best team, like the team has been playing, the Burton Chelsea, walk it, <laughs> yeah, and they'll win. And. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know what he was thinking. Like, like and expect like, look, we were saying when when United dropped Fred because of injury, and you pay Pogba there, thinking, "Whoa, we'll see how that goes." Yeah, yeah. But I think Ollie at the time was like, "Look, they're not going to offer that much midfield." Can you imagine if Villarreal had Kante in the middle, and 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 you did <laughs> yeah. it without having a player injured? You just did it voluntarily. Said, "Ah, we'll see how good Kante is without someone to stop him." <laughs> like, what what is the the galaxy brain thinking of Pep to do that? Yeah, um, and you have to think if again if it was Ali who made that decision, could you imagine what would be said about him in the press and stuff? He'd be like they'd be calling they were calling for his head because he because De Gea missed the eleventh substitute or seventh penalty. Like yeah, that was no, I... much less. You can't do it every year. He blows it every year. Like, it was crazy looking at it, and I think it a lot of it is down to Pep, but Chelsea were excellent too. Like, they really... And, yeah, really. You know, can't they? Four-man matches in a row. <laughs> Champions League semi-final. <laughs> final. Like, he's unbelievable. And I saw people calling from yeah. thinking he's probably the, the, the stand-up for the Ballon d'Or this year. Yeah, that'd be good. I think he does definitely deserve well, that. Well, depending on how France do... If France win the World Cup, yeah. he has it sewn up. 100%. Oh, yeah. You win the Champions League and yeah. the World Cup in the same year as the best player. And it, again, if he's playing alongside Pogba and possibly Moussa Sissoko in the middle of France and they win it, <laughs> he will have to be the best player on the pitch. So he will definitely have earned it. It's kind of like, you know, when they were saying, what, last year? It's like if Kawhi Leonard wins with the Spurs and wins with Toronto yeah. and wins with the Clippers, like he has to win with the Clippers. Like it's not done yet. So I mean, we are saying can't it to win the World Cup. It's a long shot. It's, I know they have a good team, France, but like it's 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 a long road to win the world to win the yeah. I've seen the World Cup, not the World Cup, the Euros. What are we talking about? Sorry, the Euro. If you win the Euros, <laughs> it's 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 still the same thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, Chelsea were excellent. Um, it was made easier for them, but you know, it's still a good city team. But they're on top the whole game. I mean, mm. Chilwell, I think, in the left back power rankings, like just by virtue well, of winning versus Shaw's losing, and I don't think Shaw had a bad game, but I think that might 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 uh, get him that starting lineup for England. Well, it seemed like it definitely helped have helped the uh, right back power oh, rankings. Oh, let's get into that. Now the, uh, Trent is getting left at home. I saw those reports. Yeah. Uh, that's insane <laughs> and you know it's true because this is exactly the kind of pussy move that Gareth Southgate would do he'd leak the information out so that people can there's been a, uh, Jesse Lingard also it's coming out isn't making the team today. and Ward Prowse as well These yeah just like oh, I'm, I'll, here's the massive squad and then just like week by week he just goes to a different journalist and goes Wan-Bissaka's not going <laughs> <laughs> like he, 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 that's exactly the kind of move he'd like 
It's so unfair to Dave. I mean, I know, I know we're getting sidetracked yeah. a little bit, but like for those players, like he is literally just saying who plays well in the Champions League final, and I'll pick them because he knows that yeah. people go on, on recency bias. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. listen, you had the entire year to look, you had the entire two years to look at them. You should know by now who's yeah. the best player, who's who you want in your team. Yeah, you're still cutting and <laughs> deciding now. Like, was, like a week before. Like if you're a manager, you should know who the players are good enough or not. Yeah. You shouldn't be thinking, well, we'll see how he plays in this game. It's like, what about the other 38 <laughs> games he played this year? Or I think, what, United played 60 games this year? Something like, like that, yeah. and a lot of a lot of teams did because a lot of the, the top six teams got very far in the competition. Mm. So, I mean... You know, it's it is on top of like losing a Champions League final. Now you may you look at the at the the prospect of getting dropped because Pep didn't play Fernandinho. You're like, fuck yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think that'll be an issue. Like for those, because yeah. Pep is like notoriously, you know, after the game he's like talking to players and like I want you to go here or go there. It's like that's all great when you're winning. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> yeah. when he does some of that and he, he overthinks it and then, you know, the next day you go and train and he's like, oh, I want you to, to, go, to put your left foot in front of your right yeah. foot and your right foot in front of your left foot. You're like, fuck <laughs> this dude, like trying to micromanage everything. Like I say, when you're winning, yeah. you can maybe accept it. But like, I'd say the rage. You'd have to be raging if you're a city. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what happened, Kyle? The quadruple talk. Oh, well. <laughs> it happened. It did. They did it again. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as that came out, it started unraveling again, as always. It's tough to get the quadruple. Um, I would have counted as a treble. I mean, now I don't even count as a double. It's even worth saying the double. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird nuance in my uh, justification for what the treble slash doubles yeah. are. But I think they'll just take the league this year and say, "Look, you know, it's what it is." That's not. That's like a carried away here calling it the double. We, there's no need for that. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Chelsea are excellent, and it's funny because like all you've been hearing about the the limitations of the the three four three, yeah, yeah, three, no, is it or three five three? You know, it depends. Like, yeah, or five at the back sometimes. Yeah, you switch to five at the back, and mm. people say, "Oh, yeah, it gets found out." As it did with Sheffield this year, and as it did with Ireland, it's like, yeah, it works yeah. for maybe one or two games. But like, that is the the formation that Tuchel has switched to. That's completely turned Chelsea yeah. around. <laughs> Like maybe it's just good players. <laughs> maybe yeah. Like it's hard. You can't really compare Sheffield and Ireland to Chelsea's squad. Like, but but that's it. Like, but they say, oh, it's just the formation. It gets found out. You know what I mean? It's very limited. It's <laughs> like it they works. had a striker that couldn't score in this one. You know, like yeah. Timo. This is what I was thinking about Timo. Remember earlier on the season, I think it the the peak of it was when he missed that chance against North Macedonia and they lost. Yeah, and he yeah. fell to his knees, and I was like, "Oh, if this, I'm not having flashbacks to Fernando Torres here. This is exactly the kind of shit that used to happen yeah. to him, and this is exactly how he used to react." And I said at the time, mm. he needs a sports psychologist, or he's going to end up like him, and he's going to just fade into yeah. obscurity. And since then, he's had like every time he he <laughs> he, he misses, like he, he's right back up again, and he's like kicking the next ball wide, yeah. and yeah. like. <laughs> He was he like he he had two glorious chances like the 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 one that came right across the the, the penalty box and he kind of he he missed he totally missed and hit his standing leg and it, it was eventually cleared. There's a, like a cartoon. <laughs> there was one that it came like it kind of got caught under his feet, so he had to like stumble and kind of barely weakly kicked at the yeah. keeper. I was like, again that one, maybe unlucky. So at the start, I was like, oh yeah, he's Torres. He's going to lose all faith in himself and we're never going to see the, the great player again. But the fact that he keeps going, and I, I want to play a clip now of uh, him after the game. 
To win the Champions League. Everything. I think you can you can win something else for it's bigger in a, in a, in a club football. And yeah, it's brilliant how we won it today. We were in the first half, we wanted and second half was only defending. And we did so well and we are so happy. I want to ask you, before the game, everybody spoke about Chelsea being the underdog. Manchester City is the favorite. Did that give you more determination to win the game, do everything to win it? I don't understand the question, but I don't care. We win the, <laughs> win the trophy, everything good, and we are next question. <laughs> so, like, that doesn't seem like a man who's missed two sitters in the Champions League final. It'll be like he's yeah. moved on from that immediately. He's he's he, I I think he must have got some kind of sports psychologist. I said, listen, don't don't count the misses. You know, count count the goals. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what people count at the end of the season. No one's talking about your your your. You know, this isn't uh, about how you, how you miss. But um, what that reminded me then of was, do you remember when Suarez came first to Liverpool? He came in January when they sold Torres, and he was the yeah. replacement. And he like came like a house on fire started scoring goals in that yeah. second half and then it was like oh yeah Suarez is going to be it's going to be right like Torres again you know what I mean we're going to be right back to it mm. and he couldn't score for lower money I think Liverpool <laughs> hit the, the post more than anybody else that season yeah. Suarez was just like he was he couldn't score and I remember on Super 6 um, is it Tom Tomo Lee Tomlinson or Tomlinson or whatever you know oh, the yeah. Liverpool guy he, and he was like constantly like Pro Liverpool ever, <laughs> and like Jeff was like always pro. I'm like, what? Why do you think uh, that Luis Suarez fella isn't any good, huh? Yeah, what's that? And he, and he it was like, he's he's not a goal scorer. He's not he's not a he's not <laughs> someone who's going to like score like lots of goals in his career. Like he's someone who like runs lines and like creates space for the people. And Jeff's like, well, it says here he scored 25 goals in the Dutch league. I mean, that seems like a goal score to me, Tomo. It's like, yeah, but yeah, but he's not a he's not a goal scorer. Like he was bending himself backwards to, to defend Luis Suarez, saying, no, no, yeah. that, that's not his game. And I've heard a few people saying that about Werner, saying, yeah, look, he might be able to, you know, run the lines and he could play out wide and create chances. But like he scored goals in Leipzig. He scored crazy goals in Leipzig. Didn't he have like a 40 goal season or something mad like that? I, I, I think he definitely scored like 25 goals for Leipzig in the Bundesliga so it's one of those things where people will just judge on this year and go oh yeah that's not really his game it's like that's him yeah. it is his game and the fact that he, he isn't shying away from us and he's much more of a Suarez type figure than, than a yeah. Torres type figure when it comes to missing the chances I think he would come good because he has all the physical yeah, attributes so, so. he's absolutely rapid the only difference is Liverpool weren't didn't have the, the finances to replace Suarez at that point yeah, they were trapped with him. They couldn't so, go change and things. Whereas Lukaku heavily linked with Chelsea. Yeah. If Lukaku had been playing that game, they would have been 3 0 up in the first half. <laughs> yeah. So I, I took the liberty of watching all Lukaku's goals this year for um, Inter Milan. He's. It's like he heard us at the start of the season. <laughs> well, well to be fair, he, he has been scored two, the last two seasons. He scored a rake of goals. I was like, I wonder what those goals are like. And they're exactly like the goal, like the, that one that Liam missed where he's skied us, or, or sorry, just mm. totally airballed it, hit off his leg. He scored so many of those goals just inside the penalty box yeah. in the right place. You might say it's a tap in, but like you can see Timo not tapping it in. So <laughs> yeah. there's that one. And then the one that, that Timo put in the side net, a classic Lukaku goal from Milan. Yeah. Like that is exactly how he plays. Mm. 
and it's Chelsea, it's not Liverpool. So you've had a bad season, Timo, let's be honest, by goal scoring. You've you've led yeah. the line well. Oh, hang on there, I'm fucking... It's Timo. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <coughs> That's all good. Um, so yeah, I was talking about uh, Timo Warner and uh, Lukaku coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it is Chelsea, um, you know, and if a player is linked, more often than not, he they they do get him. Yeah. So you, you'd fear for Timo's future there. He seems in high spirits <laughs> after the Champions League final, but uh, I don't feel like he'll still be there. He might be in high spirits because he knows he got to win it right before it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows? I mean, he, he he did have a good game, like I say, in terms of uh, creating the space for the goal and that was definitely the game plan part of the game plan I'm sure would have been him kicking one of those, those chances in <laughs> but look all is well that ends well for him on the tactic board it just says please try Demo <laughs> do your best do your, do your level best um, yeah well I mean the other um, person who had probably who had a great game for Chelsea um, Rudiger you know what an impact he had <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> a really strong impact, uh, particularly on Kevin De Bruyne's face. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what the, the it's. It's easy to say in hindsight when you know you break a man's face, like you break his orbital bone and you break his uh, nose, um, that he should have been sending off. Like it was pretty. Like it was one of those ones. Was, it did, yeah. It didn't seem too at the time. It happens all the time. Like someone's going past you, yeah. and you step across. Now the the consequences were that he really, really hurt him, and it was a really dangerous <laughs> tackle. And he, you know, could be out for the Euros. You know, yeah. Apparently, he's going to be fine. But like, if if Kevin and Brian play for your country, you'd say the same thing. You'd be saying, yeah. no matter what it takes, we we'll get on the pitch. But like, and also Kevin De Bruyne, whose whole thing is his vision. Yeah, he's gonna be playing with a mask and a broken nose and stuff. Like, yeah, it's gonna surely it'll affect him a bit. I mean, the one thing is, is like when you do that step across, the the one the key components is not looking at the man. You have to make it look like, oh, I didn't know who was there. I was just stepping across. <laughs> oh. So there, 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 there couldn't have been any malice in this. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like looking. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking, you know. Drive my shoulders. He just—he's a massive dude. Rudiger's a huge dude. Yeah. So he stepped across him, and his face, because he was leaning forward, running, and he collided with this. I mean, um, I don't know. It was a pivotal moment. Of the game though, sixty minutes, and he goes off. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, instead of bringing on Aguero to be up front, they bring on Jesus instead. Which, but again, like that is insane. Yeah. Just on the fact that. That's how football works. Of course, Aguero is going to score if you bring him on. Mm, Has yeah. <laughs> Pep never watched football before? <laughs> uh, and then it was it, uh, the next substitution he made was Fernandinho, who came on yeah. with Aguero still on the bench. It's like uh, you should have started Fernandinho or brought him on at half time, but like <laughs> you know, yeah, not now when you're chasing a goal. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I like the idea of Pep looking at the bench. And being like Aguero, Jesus, Fernandinho. He's like, Fernandinho! <laughs> Get out there! Get out there! What are you doing there? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like, because the last thing against Everton, you know, it was like they, they, they brought him out on the pitch and the guard of honour, and it was like, you know, the greatest player ever ever club. 
And then, all right, we can never replace him. All right, now make way to the bench. You know, we'll bring you on late in the second half, and you might get your chance to break the record. They literally replaced him in the Champions League final. <laughs> and then people were saying like, oh, well, maybe he was saved him for the Champions League final. You know, that's why he didn't play him in that record-breaking game. And then he doesn't play him, he brings him on at a similar time. It's like, so what did, okay, whatever the, champ, we'll park the Champions League final for a bit, whatever, we, he, we, we can accept he messed it up on, on many levels. But then in the last Premier League game, what a, what a <laughs> dick move to, to a meaningless game for yeah. City to not, and it, when there's a record at stake to break, you don't start yeah. him. Yeah. Why? I like, like the, you know the one we said about like Inacho, like the only player to score uh, on every single day in a single Premier League yeah. season. It's like I mean, I guess it's a unique record, but it's not really one that you'd think. You know, that's yeah. But like the the most goals for a single club is like a legitimately like impressive record. It's like that's one that yeah. you would want to guess. And he started him on the that's bench. An all... <laughs> not only did he start him on the bench. He actively played people he was playing in the Champions League final instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, if you're Pep, that dressing room, you know, is a lot different than it could have been. If he'd gone out yeah. and lost that Champions League final just playing the way they, they played in the last few games, that's sport, you know, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But between the Aguero kind of weird uh, disrespect, <laughs> then they, all the players have seen those gushing interviews. It's like... Alright, yeah. you know. Again, if you win you don't really think about those things. But like when you lose, think, Yeah, and what about that last game? <laughs> you know anybody who was friends with Aguero, anybody who who was friends with Fernandinho, like that's how you get factions in dressing rooms. I just think Yeah. It could be a very different dressing room than, than people might think in the Man City. You think, well they won the league. It's like, well, you know, there's a lot of things that they didn't like. Yeah. Um they won the league ages ago. Since then. Yeah. <laughs> loads of things. What have you done for me lately, Pep? Huh? You you lost <laughs> me the FA Cup, you lost me the Yeah, I don't know. I mean again, like it's kind of focusing on how bad Pep was or how much smarter they am than Pep, and that's true, but like <laughs> you have to give your, your head off to Chelsea and, and Tommy Tuchel. Tommy T. Yeah. What a turnaround. And you can't forget Lampard. <laughs> as much as we wish we could, we can't forget about <laughs> Frank Lampard. I've never heard a manager spoken about so much after he's been sacked. Yeah, and like like sacked in disgrace <laughs> because <laughs> like time is a flat circuit. We know this. You know, anybody who watched True Texas season one and marvel at its glory knows that time was a flat circle. It's a strange, like you know, reoccurring. Thing in his in Chelsea's history of the twenty, uh, you know, the shades of twenty twelve are very much there. You know, you mm. sack your manager, you get a new guy in, and then you win the Champions League. It's it's very strange, but the comparison kind of ends there because, like, yeah. when AVB was sacked, everyone's like, "Yeah, he wasn't good enough." It happens all the time. Now we move on, but like yeah. when Frank was sacked for not being good enough, and now you move on, it's like, yeah, but like. He he did manage the team at the start of the season, so you have to give him some credit. Like nobody gave AVB credit. No, no one gave AVB yeah. any credit whatsoever for that Champions League win, especially our man Frank Lampard, who <laughs> <laughs> was involved. Again, the, the job team. was too big. Nobody, no, the job was too big for him. <laughs> nobody mentioned AVB afterwards, but we can't stop hearing about Frank Lampard. And it, you know, it, it is obviously the, the English bias. It is because he's a legend yeah. of the club and all that, and he has connections to the club. And you can't really talk about Chelsea. In the modern day, like since the, the Abramovich era that started with Lampard and Terry and all those boys, he's kind of synonymous with the club, so you can't really ignore him. But like, in terms of this season, I've never heard of a manager so much that's been sacked. 
But yeah. it's rare that they go on to win anything. That's that's the difference, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's a it's a purely English biased thing. <laughs> but like, and I, at the start of the season, I was the same. Like we, we were thinking, oh, there's just too many players come in. So like it's it's mm. it's going to take time to bed them in. Like you know, they, you, we saw it with Spurs and they brought in those seven players. You can't make that team work in one season. But Tuchel has. Tuchel has just managed to, <laughs> yeah. to get them all playing well. Um, and we did mention before about like the Mourinho style of, of uh, management where you just you know ostracise other some players to teach the other players a lesson to see who's in charge. <laughs> which doesn't work anymore, seemingly. You know, yeah. It hasn't worked for Mourinho in any of his last few jobs. It didn't work for Frank yeah. either. But Tuchel brought back in Rudiger, who I at the start of the season said was limited. He had another great game in the semi-final. Yeah, you know, the, the assault aside. You know, he, he, <laughs> he did have a great game. He'd probably start for Germany at the Euros, which you wouldn't have said at the start of the season. You know? No, yeah, definitely not. Someone like Alonso, who he brought back in, who, you know, isn't as good as Chilwell, but like, it's the kind of force I'd say, this is a long season. There's a lot of games. Yeah. And when it comes to it, yeah, I'll probably pay Chilwell in the biggest games, but like, he was fresh for that game. He wasn't out on his yeah. feet after playing whatever sixty games. He was fine <laughs> up and down that wing. He was creating chances, and that's the essence of man management: that you use players in games that you don't need to use your best team. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, you manage the season. I think you have to go to Thomas Tuchel. All in all, I mean, maybe not Premier League yeah, manager the season, so. but like to manage a squad that that size, and to work with you know players like Alonso or Rudiger. I mean, Kante was one that. That people said he was finished. He was past it. Yeah. In January, he was like there's rumours of him of he being, of him being sold because it was like ah uh, you know you, you can only run around the pitch at that pace for so long. You know, there's a lot of miles in that clock. Seemingly not. It was just kind of Frank Lampard didn't know how to use Kante. The man that you know, the man in the half midfielder. You know, Frank Lampard didn't know how to use him, but yet he, he still deserves some credit. I think all the credit goes to Tuchel, and uh, yeah. yeah, I guess it's it's. Like you say, it's a great problem to have. Oh, I have too many good players and know what to do with them. But it's still a, a skill in management, so fair play to Tuchel. Pretty scary as well because Chelsea aren't the type of club like United and Spurs have been guilty of it when they do well. They'll go, oh, savage, we don't have to spend. This club is sorted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're flying it. Chelsea always improve, so that's no, that's, <laughs> they're going to have even better team next year. <laughs> I think there, is there something about um, Tuchel he, he was speaking to Bramish now and that's triggered um, a pay increase yeah, and a longer street. contract so which yeah. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> knowing how Chelsea work when it triggered the thing where they're like ah oh, fuck <laughs> 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 shit yeah I mean you know maybe this is the manager they're, they're, uh, they're forever manager you know maybe they found the one in Tuchel that'd be insane <laughs> There's no way he'll come forth or something and he'll be gone. Yeah, it's 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 just how Abramovich works. Like he just, it's the what have you done for me lately? Like mm. really lately. I mean, you last week. <laughs> it's a good system though. To be fair, they, they've worn a lot. Yeah, um, it works. I was thinking about this though. Like you know, you know the story is, you know, like when he watched the Real Madrid versus Man United and he scored Ronaldo scoring those three goals or the four goals yeah. ever did, and it's like, oh yeah, that's what I want. And the Champions League, because that's where he watched that game. That yeah. that's kind of always what he wanted. He still hasn't really got that. Like <laughs> yeah. the twenty twelve was a complete anomaly. 
Like that was like a yeah. team that was totally past their best, and Drogba mm-hmm. and Terry and a few more of them willed them all the way to that final. Yeah. And then this year, it's like Pep fucked up so badly that they were able <laughs> yeah. to catch them on the counter, but they didn't have the best team. It wasn't like no a, a complete outperforming of another team to the point where the opposing fans applaud how good you are. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how you win the Champions League. It's a great team with a great talent, but like he still hasn't found, I think, what he's looking for in terms of like the Galacticos football of just like awe-inspiring yeah. stuff. I don't think he still has that. Yeah, with Tuchel, it's like he's even this Galacticos Chelsea team for like most of the season. You're like, mm, I don't know about Timo Werner, and <laughs> oh, I don't know about yeah, she seems injured a lot. Yeah, it's like the the old Madrid Galacticos was like. They're like something out of a fucking goal movie or something. It's just oh like yeah, Figo like go to Ronaldo, to like, like Zidane, to Ronaldo, to Figo, to yeah. War, to Raúl. Like you know, it was a, a serious team and it just cut teams apart. And that's how they won the Champions yeah. League. But just like killing teams. Like was this Chelsea yeah. team? No one expecting to go this far again. That that's yeah. how he's won it. Like as an underdog, like Rome Bramwich is not like to be the underdog. I would say. I think he wants <laughs> yeah. to just like every bask in my glory, which. It's yeah. not how it's gone again. So you might think, oh, Abramovich is finally happy now. He's won the Champions League twice. I don't think he is. I think he's still looking <laughs> for that. Like, he would have rather have had Man City's team. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. that kind of forwarding and Maris down those wings, like, just destroying teams. That's what he wants all along. <laughs> and it's the thing, like, money, like, just having the money doesn't buy that. It, it's hard to kind of create that, yeah. that kind of a, a style well, on a team. That city's whole thing was that they were building for Pep for years. Yeah. Getting, like preparing for him to come in and then spending when he did come in. But what do you do after Pep? <laughs> what do you do now if you're Man City? Do you, I mean, obviously you don't get rid of Pep, but like that was that was the moment. That was the, the moments to do yeah, that it. That was the one. And, and like if you do, even if he does it next year or the year after, it's like fucking took you long enough, mate. <laughs> You've bought... Did you see how he spent like nearly 900 million since he got to City? Yeah. And they had one shot on target in the Champions League final. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't good. Um, no. And like, if you think of back in like 2011 when he won that one against United, if you were to say then he won't win one for another 10 years, <laughs> you'd think, I wonder what happened to him. But he's been. Is he alive? Is he okay? Yeah, that's what you think. Something drastic happened. Not that he managed Bayern Munich and, and Man City and that. You know, he just couldn't get over the line. It's it seems bizarre, yeah. and like, you know, I know it's kind of a it's also not, obviously it's not easy to win because I've seen again I've seen loads of graphics on Instagram of like the teams that have won over the last few years, and like he is up there with there's not many managers who've won it multiple times. Yeah. Like you have Zidane, obviously the three in a row. Um, you have like Yup Hennix won it with Real Madrid. Yeah in like 97 and then again with uh, Bayern in 2013 2012 2013 so like that's one of the biggest gaps but the rest like, yeah. it's just, it's a, like it's a good team you have like Ancelotti won a yeah. few times AC Milan um, like say Zidane but like in terms of winning it multiple times like it's not an easy thing to do so like to, to win it yeah. multiple times years apart it's like you're very very small amount of managers do that so yeah it's kind of easy to say oh pep you know what's happened to you but it's just it's hard it's just it's a hard thing to do it's over over different generations over different styles of football it's yeah you know it's not easy to do so um 
I don't think it's finished, but I think it's, it's a huge disappointment for everyone at Man City to not win that final yes, because yeah. you're just massive favourites. Yeah. And, like, this seemed like a year where all the best teams weren't up to their best. Like, there was no, like, all, like, PSG, Madrid kind of dropped out, didn't win their own leagues and stuff. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen next year. I think next year everyone's going to be back flying on top, like, which makes things way harder for City again. Yeah, like like we're saying, you always need to be luck in the Champions League. Like if you go back to any season, you'll see a team that lost that shouldn't have because they're missing their best player. This year, you think yeah. you Lewandowski and Mbappe for for PSG yeah. and and Bayern respectively. Like it happens every year, but you need that luck to go your way, you know, to yeah. win it. Like it was all there, all the stars had aligned, all the money, all the 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 work in the youth to to produce a player like Phil yeah. Foden at this time, at this place, it was all there. And then you drop Rodri and Fernandinho for only the fourth <laughs> yeah. game of the year because I don't know why. Because maybe that that loss to Chelsea in twenty twelve, where Rimmers or where not Rimmers, where Messi scored a thousand goals that year and somehow missed the penalty <laughs> yeah. against you by hitting the crossbar. That's fucked him up to the point where he can't, you know, I have yeah. to uh, manage for every possibility. It's like, sometimes you have to trust the team. Like, if any of those yeah. year to trust the team, this was the year. Like, they were by far the most informed team in Europe. I just, he overthought it. He overthought it again. Um, oh, but yeah, it was a good night for us. And anyways, I got, you know, like I say, I, yeah. it's a great night. And I got to watch the game later on because it was bank holiday. So, you know, you're, you're, you had the... <laughs> Yeah. I did it myself. Um, other than that, then we had uh, we had the Euros coming up. That's next. That mm. the Champions League would usually be kind of the the end of the year, and we'd I don't know what would we would do. But this year we have the Euros to look forward to in the eleventh. Yeah. So in ten days' time, we have the Euros. That's what I mean. Those players, like you, have to be even the most like. I want to win everything player has to be like fucking hell another tournament already yeah give me a break I'd say even Ronaldo is like Christ 10 days <laughs> yeah well, well for those for those uh, Chelsea Man City boys uh, I guess 11 days yeah. or so for the, for the others they've had a, a bit of a break um, mm. for Halil Akbenar uh, it's been a while since the Turkey uh, season ended he's oh. fighting Will He's fighting for that last Turkey spot. I think they, they have... I think they're only going to drop three players. I think they have like 30. Or, yeah, I think it's, they, they brought a provisional squad of 30. So only four players miss out. Um, so anyone who, was, who isn't aware, Turkey have started their, their friendlies. I think they have three friendlies before they, you know, call the last four. Mm. Halil Akbenar started against Azerbaijan. <laughs> uh, I was training, so I, I didn't get to see the game. In full, I came home after training. I was in the shower, and then I was like, "Oh no, the the Turkey Azerbaijan game is on!" So I rushed out of the shower to get to get a stream on my phone, and I tuned in. And there's this man being carted down the sideline <laughs> in a stretcher, and I was I didn't even know it was Turkey or Azerbaijan. It was I just didn't see. And I was like, "Where's Where's Lee Lapinar? Where's he starting?" So I checked the team. On on whatever on Sky or whatever, and it was yeah he got he been taken off. I tuned in just to see Halil Akbenar being carted down the sideline, and I thought, oh my god, talk about bad luck. But our favorite player, another player cursed by us. But he was he was back amongst the substitutes for the next game against oh, uh, <laughs> Guinea, I think. The the game that the 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 country that Pogba's brother plays for. Yeah, I think that is Guinea. Yeah. 
leave. So two two tough opponents for Turkey in the warm up: uh, and New Guinea. Uh, Papua New Guinea, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, he was amongst them. She didn't get on. I don't know if, if again I didn't see that game. So I don't know if he just named the substitutes or was he actually there. Right. It was an ankle injury that that done. I mean, which aren't good. Not a, not a huge quick response time, but he's still. I think he's an easy one to drop. If you have to drop four, <laughs> you drop one injured guys surely. Yeah, one of the injured guys who doesn't play as well. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, I can't even tell you if you play well against Albertan. I didn't get to see it. So we're <laughs> well. The thing is, for us, we're like, oh, that is a tragedy. Like that could not be any worse. I would say for the Turkey team, they were like, phew, it was Akbenar that got injured, like the one we weren't playing. That's why he played that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we're we're still waiting uh, with bated breath to see what happens with Halil Akbenar, see if he makes the team, see if he recovers, see if he makes the final squad. It's looking unlikely. I had to say it's looking <laughs> unlikely. Um, but we'll stick with him till the, till the bitter end. Um, in other news, with with the Euros anyways, we, we have the fancy uh, game it's up and running. The fantasy league is up and running. You can on win. The app. It's on the app. It's on, it's on the Euro 2020 app. There's a, a jersey of your choice. Any team at Euro 2020 at stake. Just enter it. You win that. You beat us. You know, you, you, we'll send the the, uh, the jersey out to you. So it's a good prize, you know. It's it's uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty decent. And it's good fun. I mean, honestly, it makes the, the games more interesting. Like some of the, the games... You know, like whoever North Macedonia are playing in a group game, you mightn't really care. But if you have one of their players playing as a right back, you know, could yeah, be clean sheeting it for you. You know, so yeah. it does make it more fun. Um, yours is the best. International tournaments are the best, anyways. Like the knockout Easy. international are the best ones. So, and because the groups are so short as well, it's not like going, it's three games done on to the next. Yeah. Every game is so important. <laughs> so, for the month of June and summer July, you know, it'll be great to, to, to follow that and you'll have the game to. To keep interested, and we, you know, we can interact with each other. We, we want to, we want to hear from the fans. We want to hear, do you care about Turkey at all, or <laughs> or any of that stuff? You know, we, we, a little bit of feedback would be great. So, I mean, yeah, get involved. There's something at stake. It'd be a bit of crack, um, and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that too. Ten days, we'll uh, mm. we we get into that. I think this week we're going to do our homework. Now we're going to do some research. We're going to give a full breakdown of the yeah. Euro 2020 teams. We're going to see players to watch, you know, ones to watch. Yeah. Um, any rumours, any juicy gossip, uh, you know, all that good stuff. I'm not sure what we're going to find. I have a, I have a feeling there'll be a lot from the England camp. Oh, yeah. As always. There'll be some definitely fall from the England camp. I mean, the French camp, the French camp is surely a tinderbox ready to go off with the bands there. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, honestly, that is nonsense. Nonsense. All nonsense, but listen, I've been on that road before. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Nonsense. Talking nonsense. Why? Why, why should we accept somebody talking nonsense? Like, what would you say? Why are you talking nonsense about us? Why are you, ta- why are you, why are you talking rubbish?